You're listening to Talk to the Experts. I'm Wayne Nelson. My guests today are Sherry McMillan and Paul Lindsay from McMillan Estate Planning. A reminder that the McMillan team will be hosting a virtual webinar coming up Wednesday, July 19th at 6.30 p.m. You'll need to register ahead of time, though. Just contact McMillan Estate Planning at 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours or check out the website at mcmillanestate.com. Sherry, just before the break, you were talking about a case of what not to do when it comes to business planning. Yeah, so traditionally, I would say in the 70s and 80s, accountants would often give our children shares in our assets or they'd give us a a land title. They'd share a land title with our child. We don't recommend that strategy at all anymore, Wayne, because the moment you have your child has a measure of ownership because that, in fact, is what it is. They are owning that asset. They have shares or they're on land titles or so forth then all of their dower rights and all their divorce risk is associated with you and your retirement. And the saddest case we just saw recently was a case in Edmonton. And this poor family, the mother and father who had created the family business, it was booming in Edmonton finally. And this daughter-in-law saw what the valuation of the business was and got a good sense of how much wealth there was there. And because her her husband, who was the child of this parent group, had some shares in the company. She decided to divorce him and get that value. And so basically, they, she took assets away from the family that originally created. And we call this bloodline protection. We always recommend bloodline protection. If you have a great spousal relationship, sure, share. Yeah, but, but in this case, that wasn't. That's right. And so we always want to protect the bloodline that created the asset base and ensure that they get to keep it. And especially business owners, because, again, a lot of their wealth is tied up in their business, and that's what's going to provide them their retirement plan. And so you're actually jeopardizing for saving a tiny bit of tax your own retirement. It's just not worth it. So was this family able to salvage something after they after they came to you? Um, sadly, no, because the transaction had already happened years prior. So what we did after that, of course, is the shares that remained with mother and father, we no longer gave them directly to the children. We built, as Paul mentioned earlier, a trust. And the trust owns the asset base for the bloodline family only. And by definition, we say that. So all in-laws have no access to those assets is what happens. So again, your retirement is protected. The business is protected because if you have to evaluate a business and pay out an X, can you thrive? Can that business continue? Because often it's the business that pays that buyout. And so this is a very protective way to do it. But I think in modern society with a divorce rate of 50%, we don't have an alternative. This is the solution. All right. Uh, Paul, if you own a farm or a business then, when is the best time to get started on estate planning? Is it the usual sooner rather than later approach? I mean, Sherry mentioned that this had happened prior to McMillan getting involved. This was years ago. So I, I would assume that that adage holds true. Uh, yeah, I think, I think you know, both you and Sherry are absolutely right to say that, Wayne. Um, from, from our perspective, with your, your estate planning as a, as a whole, not necessarily just looking at the, the farm or the business, it, it really is never too early to start. Now, historically, we found that those families that, that plan their, their estate as they're building their wealth benefit more from the process than those who simply start it when they're staring down the barrel of retirement. Okay. Um, now, of course, I, something else that perhaps we should we should talk about is that there are some some other really interesting strategies that work really well for business planning from a tax perspective. Now, there is a a particular strategy that will allow 
individuals or businesses to tax shelter up to 25% of their value during their lifetime. Now, that's got to appeal to a lot of people as soon as they hear that, hey, 25% tax shelter. Absolutely, because that value, Wayne, can grow tax-free during their lifetime, and when they die, it can move to their beneficiaries on a tax-free basis as well. The caveat must be that there are specific conditions. Uh, to a point, yes, but I think the, the, the primary thing to bear in mind is that we can use this in our individual capacity, but if we use this through our business, it can really lift the value of our estate because what it does is that it allows us to to draw value from that business on a tax-free basis through what is known as a, uh, a capital dividend account, which means that we can take that value, that trapped value, on a tax-free basis rather than having to uh, pay the tax that's usually associated to a draw as a, in the form of a dividend. So just to be clear, this is a, a great way for a family to generate additional wealth all without having to pay the extra taxes. Yeah, I think the, the unique part about it, Wayne, is in Canada we always think of the tax-free savings account as our only option for tax exemption, and it is obviously one of them, but it's very small and minor in comparison to families that have multi-million dollar estates. This is called the maximum tax range, but we... Paul and I always refer to it as your giant tax-free savings account for your estate. And that's, in fact, what it is. So if you have a $10 million estate, you know, it's not a small feat that $2.5 million of your estate can grow tax-free. That's dramatic. That's a very large number. And so what we'll often do is, let's say you, we have your $2.5 million grow tax-free for the balance of your life. We slowly and gradually spend the other $7.5 million and pay low rates of tax because we're p- spending it over decades in retirement. And then that two and a half million might double or triple in your lifetime, and it comes back to your heirs completely tax-free. Whereas your normal $10 million estate, you're going to pay tax on it when you transfer it to your family. So this resolves estate taxation or capital gains taxation. And I think a lot of families that have, as Paul mentioned, family farm, um, family business, large real estate portfolios, they all have intrinsic capital gains tax associated with them, obviously. And so this maximum tax range can resolve that and keep the wealth in the family's hands instead of prematurely paying the highest rate of tax when they pass on and consolidating everything into one giant pool of wealth that they have to pay tax on. Rather, they get this capital dividend account, as Paul was mentioning, completely tax-free out to their beneficiaries. So it's a huge miss if, as a Canadian, we don't take advantage of that. And a lot of families don't know because they haven't done trust planning, so they're never educated in this particular area. In the example that you used where you had that $10 million, you've got uh, $2.5 million go into this uh, maximum tax actuarial range uh, account. The, the giant tax-free savings account, I think, is the easier way to... But that other $7.5 million, you said you would gradually spend that, and I guess that really is, is the critical part of the planning, isn't it? Because you don't want to overspend. You still want to have something left to maintain your lifestyle while you're still alive so that there's there's still money left by the time you hit 100 or more. Well, we certainly are planning to 100 today for all our families because we're living that long, and so we think it's a, a must. But we call this technique what we call a withering estate freeze. So we're freezing out Canada Revenue Agency. That's step one. Step two is we're going to pay the lowest rate of tax over the decades you're into retirement, and we're going to use up all those tax rates, maybe between you, your spouse, your children, grandchildren, And then when you pass on at the end, we've paid at least the lowest valuation of tax we possibly can in your estate. 
and we've created as much tax exemption as possible to come back out. Paul, are you seeing more and more individuals and, and who have businesses and farms coming to McMillan and, and asking about this? And is this being uh, used as, as examples of, of why they should take advantage of it? Certainly, Wayne. I mean, it's... Uh, That's my it's, softball question, by the way. I, yeah. And I like it. I, I enjoy it, Wayne. I mean, it's um, I, it's very rare. In fact, I don't think it's ever happened that we've had someone come through the door and ask for help paying more tax. So typically, especially when it's farming families or, or business owners that have that, you know, that real sweat equity, that, that lifelong dedication to the business or the farm, tax planning is really important. And the point is that, that we really must put across here is that if you own a farm or you own a business, there are a number of opportunities that we can implement to reduce that, that, that taxation that's payable both in your lifetime and when you pass away. Lots to be considered. And I guess that's a reason why, that, why people should be coming to Macmillan Estate Planning. It's not just getting an accountant. You have estate planners. You have lawyers. You've got everybody under one roof. Yes, I think the unique part about Macmillan is we're a comprehensive estate planning firm. So our team specialize in strategy, not compliance. So a lot of times our accountants in the general population, they just do income tax filing after the transactions have happened in the year. Right, they're not proactive. Correct. It's about being proactive and thinking about, okay, what will happen to the estate in 10, 20, and 30, and next generation? And so our accountants and lawyers generally aren't doing compliance work. What we're doing is strategizing for the future. And because we have a holistic team, Wayne, we have the accountants and lawyers in-house, we don't have um, to communicate with a bunch of different individuals to try and get the plan right. We debate internally to find the right solution for you as a family, and you participate in that because you know your own situation the best. You just need gui- guidance of if we do this tax, te- tax technique some legal risks are this. If we do this legal plan, there's some tax risks with this. And so if you can see the whole picture yourself in English, we call it translating, um, most people know what the right decision is for their family unit. And so I'm very proud of Macmillan never building the same plan twice, but also making it very user-friendly for our clients to know what opportunities to seize the day for. All right. And the Macmillan team will be hosting a virtual webinar on Wednesday, July 19th at 6.30 p.m. to talk with you about these kinds of issues, your estate or life planning, what you need to know to help offset the impact of inflation. We'll talk about that in our next segment. To register, simply contact Macmillan Estate Planning at 1-833-266-6464 during weekday office hours or visit their website for more information at macmillanestate.com. Sherry Macmillan and Paul Lindsay from Macmillan Estate planning are my guests today and we'll be back to wrap things up on talk to the experts